What's up, everyone? This is Devin. This is Amateur Life coming at you with an, um, sports talk. This is kind of where we talk all sports, kind of what's going around, um, kind of between professional, college, and everything like that. So we'll try to stay a little bit more on topic this time than what we did last time. <laughs> we kind of bounced around. All of us were talking. It was really hard to follow. So we kind of got to try to stick to a little bit more of a schedule this time, um, and uh, uh, that way we you know, can kind of understand what we're trying to say. <laughs> hey, so... Um, it's kind of more just roundtable style, just talking sports. So uh, we're going to jump right into kind of uh, the news of Georgia beating Alabama. My heart's broken. And, <laughs> uh, uh, you Mine know, too. I lost money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, it kind of sucked watching Williams go out. I think that was a big fat change in the game. I think if they would have had him, Bryce Young would have made some better passes. Those young guys, just the timing was off between Bryce Young and those young guys. So I think it would have been – Key drops in that game. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Number eighty four. He'll yeah. be good. Yeah, he'll be very. I good. I think. Yeah, he's got some potential. That, for sure. that one that was like a dime by fucking Bryce Young, Dude. dropping just right over the shoulder, yeah. hit yeah. him right in the hands and dropped. Yeah. Like that's a touchdown all day. You gotta catch that. You got to. Um. Even though, even though it was sad for us, we were talking about it earlier. Some guy won two point one million because. <laughs> Shout out to that I'm guy. Just no, a can, thirty thousand dollar bet. Just. I mean, yeah, just thirty k, <laughs> but I mean that's that's a heck of a parlay, right there. Dude, that's awesome. Good for so that guy. I'm more happy for him than I'm sad about myself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I bet ten bucks. So yeah, I, can, I, I guess I can. <laughs> I mean, for someone who loves defense, that game Dude, was very that fun game to was watch. such a. G- they didn't have a touchdown until what the th- end of the third quarter, fourth quarter. I think third. I mean, yeah. those defenses were just flying. Yeah. Dude, they that, were. What is number thirty-one? Anderson Henderson. Anderson. Anderson. Number 31, the defensive end for Alabama. Yeah, for Alabama. Dude is different. Oh, <laughs> number 99 for Georgia. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. fucking Davis. seven Davis. foot. Brown, Davis. Brown right? He, oh, Davis. my God. Davis, yeah. Jordan Davis. For a big dude, that man can but move. Well, people don't realize. Linebacker people too, don't realize. Georgia. He's like. Oh, yeah, number 17. I have to look. I think he's either 25 or 26 years old. Oh, he's, what? he's, he's good. Whatever it is. Yeah. Don't don't care. Because he like, is. it was like something to do with like his first like couple years of that you would have went into college. He didn't go to college right away after so high school. So he was eligible to play. So he was eligible to continue to play for four years once he started college up. So that was kind of one thing that uh uh that people were saying was just Oh, like, he's old he's he's older. <laughs> so that was like Brandon Whedon, though. You guys remember Brandon Whedon? He was like 28 years old, graduating college, just tearing up for Oklahoma State, I think. Never heard of this guy. <laughs> yeah, no, he was like, uh, so Oklahoma State, Brandon Whedon, he was a quarterback. He was like 28 years old. He was doing pretty well for him. Went into the NFL draft, got drafted in whatever round it was, and he was like 29 years old as a rookie. Wow. One of our former uh, co-hosts or special guest, Garrett, says, let's go Georgia. So I'm guessing he had money on Georgia. <laughs> I, Congrats, Garrett. So I did put 10 books on Alabama. Then I saw DraftKings did a promo for like two and a half to, for Georgia to win at plus 100. So I put 40 bucks on them. <laughs> I did make up for it. So I made, I made 80 bucks off the deal. I yeah. wish I said, I think me and you were talking, we like liked the under a lot. I didn't end up hammering it. <laughs> yep. But the over ended up hitting. Uh, no, I, well, I actually hit the, the under too. Actually, no, the over it didn't. No, the under hit. The under hit yeah. by under like hit. A one and a half points. Yeah. Well, and you look too like the like <laughs> the game that they played before. Like all the points got scored in like one quarter. Mm-hmm. I think when they the over hit in the first game, that was because there was like thirty eight points scored in the third quarter. Right. I was like, okay, that that kind of you know doesn't happen very often. It's not going to happen again. So I was like, I, I wish I would have threw money on the under because that's what yeah we were talking. Um, while watching the game and yeah. stuff, is that man that that under was, I I thought it locked bet there. Yeah, no, I kudos to um George's quarterback though. I mean That's senior awesome. year, yeah, wins MVP he had the game. Yep, he had such a like walk on good story, like a yeah. background story to coming into Georgia and just getting that championship. So that's awesome for that him. That was very that was cool, cool to see. see. Oh. Well, but I think some if. I wrote it down here. Alabama, if they would have had a better offensive line, dude, it would have been such a walk for them. Their I offensive line. I disagree. Dude, they, it didn't look That's good. how they got their touchdown, though, is their offensive line started blocking in the third quarter, I and mean, they finally exactly punched Georgia, Georgia in the third quarter. Georgia had by far the best front six, seven, whatever you want to call it with their linebackers. 
When you, Probably when you, in college football what, history. Dude, right, that's can't. what I'm saying, so though. I so think their Alabama's O-line. I think their O-line played great. Well. I mean, the running like, game was actually not horrible. I I didn't think it was good. I mean. I mean, you're used to Derrick Henry and all. They don't have him this year. Not even that, but Robinson had 200-something yards the week bef- before, and he ended up with what, like 50 maybe? Maybe? But, yeah, I I feel I, – I, I think it's the receiving core. I, losing yeah, John that Mechie. was one big thing, oh, too. Yeah. They, had no they had no receivers. They had no receivers. You're talking, I think, two, that 84 and then the other kid that came in, I think 11, um, I believe both of them are true freshmen. Like okay. They were playing high school Which ball last year, and they're playing in the national championship <laughs> for college. Yeah, they have great potential. I think they're going to be good receivers, but they just, and you know. How come Bryce young? young did not run once? Dude, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's in such. A, I they should have great dual once threat. Once they started struggling, why not have designed QB runs? I think he's a great dual threat quarterback. Yeah, like he he's is. fast, right? He is. He's yeah, fast. He he's won. done it all season. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it was just their game plan or yeah. what. But I, I no. mean, Devin and I were on the phone during this game, no. and I'm like, this Dude, is pissing me off. Yeah, that's one like, thing that I thought. Like Bryce Young, w- he didn't like. He didn't impress me. That's one thing. Like for a Heisman quarterback, he did not impress me. I that's think he played fine. And that's like Nick Saban was sitting there defending him. He's yeah, like, this one game does not define. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But like, I think we just all expected so much that it kind of seemed like probably he didn't my play. thing. He I expected him to just but come out there and be nuts. I mean, it's kind of what he had. I think the O line, the O line, dude. Nah, dude, it it was had, dude, three he, huge drops. He, I, he every was time I watch dimes. I don't know why he didn't run. I don't know if that was a coaching there thing. There were some thing, big like mishaps though, and it well, wasn't like he was throwing bad. It was just miscommunication. A couple between picks the receivers, were bad. Between the receivers, the picks were bad. Exactly. The, yeah. the picks were awful. Yeah. Well, to kind of wrap this up, I'm already throwing money down on the plus two hundred twenty-five for Alabama to win next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not yeah. even that good That's of odds. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's not. Well, they're ranked number one in the way too early rankings already. I like Michigan. I'm not gonna get into that, but y- you got your buzzer. Um, we'll jump over to a little bit of news with the NFL, you know, with playoffs kicking off and stuff for that. Uh, There's been quite a few uh, coaches fired already. You got Joe Judge from the Giants, Vic um, from Denver Broncos, Matt Nagy from Chicago Bears, uh, Mike Zimmer from Minnesota Vikings. You know, kind of one other coach that we were thinking might be either retiring or or might get let go is uh, Pete Carroll. So we were kind of talking about that earlier. I, you know, We've heard rumors prior to everything going in that some changes are going to be made there. So well, it'll be interesting to see kind of uh, what all happens. You know, Broncos are dealing with some other stuff too with, like, I guess someone was re- relative of, like, a grandpa who owned the you know, <laughs> Broncos. They wanted to buy back in, and, and the judge wouldn't allow it. Or I don't know if something's going on. So Broncos have a lot of stuff going on. So it'll be interesting to see who they pick up. Uh-huh. Um I think you missed the the Dolphins coach got fired too, and he's a very good coach. Oh yeah, no yeah. Wait, yep. what? Yeah, so he's gonna get picked up very fast. Oh yeah, I hope so. And I, I kind of like the Vikings in my opinion. Him, him going to the Vikings. Yeah, three of these that Devin said surprised the hell out of me because, well, I guess two of them. Sorry, two of them. Vic for Broncos because. Coming into this season, I thought the Broncos were going to be the bottom tier. Oh, yeah. Like, nobody thought they were going to do what they were going to do. They were, like, playoff contenders. So, for him to coach that team and actually win games for them, like, why are they firing him? And it could be because of Devin's whole thing. Like, they got some background stuff going on. So, it could be because of that. But still, like, for them to be a contender for the playoffs with what they have, I mean, he must have been doing something right. Um, and then the second one that surprises the hell out of me is Matt for br- the Bears. And that's only because they have such a young quarterback. Dude, Why wouldn't they give him a chance to coach him? He's only been coached from them for like two years, Exactly. Because right? he so came in the season before as – I could be way off on this, but I believe this is only like his second season. I don't think it was very long. They had um, – Or third maybe. Lovey Smith or whatever for a long time, which I don't know when he was done. But still, like they, they, they drafted that young quarterback, Justin – Justin Fields, so why don't they give him a chance to, like, give him an extra year? I thought they had a pretty good offseason, the Bears. Yeah, Uh, exactly. I mean, and he was the guy that set that up for them, so give him a chance to actually make them good. Yeah. You know, so I, you know, it'll be interesting to see how coaching situation plays out, you know. I know there's been rumors, there's been 
several teams by the sounds of it now that's been reaching out to Harbaugh at Michigan. Now he just signed an extension, yeah, so it'll be it interesting. It was like to a four-year or five-year five extension. So last year at this point in time, people were calling for his job. Yeah. Oh, it's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Real, so. real quick, is Mike Tomlin the best coach of all time? Honestly, I, I, dude, dude, I can't argue dude. that he's not. Dude, it's he's hard so for me underrated. He's not. He's like underrated, but he's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like but it's just Matt Lafleur is fourth year's head coach. Ten, ten games won at all four years that he's been a head coach. Really? He could yeah. keep that. Go- I mean, if Aaron Rodgers leaves, maybe. Right. But Mike Tomlin is at 14 years of a winning record. That's true. So that totally out. I also really like the Rams The way they were this season. How they, st- I don't or know. Um, the fact that they made the playoffs this season. Yeah. Dude. Incredible. Back to you. What's the ultimate goal? Super, yeah. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. What did he have? Yep. One? Yeah, I think we I just think probably a second. And you got Belichick probably there, a so second. So, but that's yeah, crazy. That's a good point. Definitely. In the as far as Pete Carroll though, he's done. What do Get you guys think? Out. Get him out. He's done. I think he's done. Seattle, yeah. Seattle has fallen from grace, yeah. and they they and just need to change a pace. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like we were talking. I think he's like seventy three years old. Yeah. So he's super old. <laughs> does that really matter though? I th- I no. think it does though. He doesn't have the energy. He can't. He travel around to every single. He looks good though. Yeah, no, he gets up. He gets pumped. Dude. <laughs> I, Devin and I were talking. He actually him. said in an interview, he's like, "I feel I, I would put Saban older than him, but yeah, no, we were talking Saban's younger by like I, a year or two. But if I would have saw him just in the picture, I would have guessed like fifties, older fifties, younger sixties. I wouldn't guess he's sixty three. Yeah, but um, no, I think uh, I think he retires. I don't think it's a whole yeah near fired get the hell out of here thing i think it's you know it's a it's a tribute like get out of here like they cheer for him applause like thank you for all of you done but and he retires most directly please leave yeah exactly (laughs) but um and they try to keep russell like how do you not try to keep russell yeah get him involved with the coaching decisions so they can keep him there and he's happy yeah that's definitely what i think um we'll jump into the youtube comments quick uh garrett asked is being able to pay college players going to be a disadvantage for Alabama? I'm assuming that's the recruiting aspect. I would say no. They probably have the biggest. They're going to be. That's, that's that going to be a bigger out. reason because you're going to have a bigger name at Alabama than you would at. Oh, one thousand percent. You're going to make one thousand. You can market yourself a lot better being at Alabama. Wasn't it? So I, I think if anything, that just separates it even more. Oh yeah. Eastern Michigan was offering like three hundred k. To a quarterback to come play for him. Holy uh, name and like. Hey, listen, man. It's like three hundred. I got a like strong arm. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, how would you like? Yeah. To play? He was I got a strong the, arm. I'm very young. It's gonna change. Tr- it's gonna change football. I'm out sure. here. Oh, yeah. I'm no. out here. The big schools Not are just Alabama. gonna. The little schools just don't even have a chance anymore. Almost. <laughs> great question, though, Garrett. No, that is a great question. Um, I don't think it affects them though because it was Bryce Young who didn't play a snap. Already had two million dollars. and already made two million off of this. Yeah, didn't play a snap. Wait, Alabama. you're saying it won't affect it? It won't affect Alabama. It, Alabama, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, Alabama. It will affect college, but not. People are going to still want to come there, even if they weren't getting paid, and you know, because you see all these people going to Dion. Like, there's a few. Basketball attack, we're jumping oh, over to. Right, no on. time off. Like we're we're trying, to, trying like to keep that. this on. Just cut us off. Yeah, that that ten-minute yep. session yep. was here, here. twenty. So, all right, hey, we're gonna jump into the NBA now. I'll, um, I'll sit back here. So, <laughs> oh, with just kind of starting to watch more and more of it as we're losing games to watch for football. Uh, um, the Bulls have been impressing. Yeah, Dude. impressive. Like it's, it's been DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, yeah. holy. He has gone off. Yes. In, in Colton last week, saying like, oh, DeMar DeRozan, ugh, if he was on any other team. DeMar DeRozan on the Bulls he has is like a perfect. resurgence. He, in the he top, should be. Top five. Top oh, five. no, he is in the top five yes. right now. He has to be. Now, just to, just to hit my next bullet point on this, is LeBron James still in conversation, even though being at a number seven, I think they're seven, or they might have been up to six now See, as a team. Now he's been going off. He's been playing ridiculous. He's playing well. I yeah, think he's, he's the second. There. He's still up there. I think he's second for points scored right now. Yep. So I could see for like talking MVP talk, 
LeBron James gets it, if he can get his team up into, like, third. See, that's the thing. If he starts winning games, he'll definitely be up there. But right now, with them being a 500 team, not even, yeah. I think they're 20 and 21 right now, um, I don't. I just don't see him in there. He's top 10 for sure. So, so looking at it, if they win, they have to go – can't remember. I, I was doing the math though. To get up there, that they gotta you know count a couple losses on the other team that might not yeah. happen. And but he could if if he goes like seventy five, yeah. hundred. You know, it's it's like he yeah. he, he could he, he this is game wise, and this is where he starts going off. Yeah. And you, we've already seen it with him. How he's definitely, been playing. Definitely. So and this is an absolute long shot. But what about that sophomore in Memphis, John Morant? They're on oh, an 11-game win streak ten, right now. 10-game ten ten win streak. Dude, 10 games. And he, you guys see that block? Oh that double. Dude, he might be the most athletic that could guy so in the world. Cr- <laughs> and this is his second year, and he's yes. doing what he's doing. Did you remember the Shannon Brown block? It yeah. ended up being a foul, and it was mm-hmm. like Kobe and all them like going like oh, that. Yeah, John dude, Moran, I do. I think, got even higher than that, and he did it with he two Literally, games. his head was over the rim. Yeah. No, and not even just like the athleticism, but he can score. Yes, he's, he's such a playmaker, bro. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, I even him, I think he's up right around LeBron in the MVP race. He's got to be. I don't know about that. That's why come it was on. a long come shot. on. He's top ten right now. It, I don't it, know. If top he's ten. LeBron, LeBron is like in who, my who would eyes. Be like your top five. Like if you had to throw five players, top names. five in no order: KD, Steph, LeBron, Demar. I so <laughs> Giannis, Katie, Nicola, Steph Curry, Demar Derozan. I think I did four, but yeah, and Jokic would be like. I, I Curry's knocking himself out. He's not been shooting well the last few games. Yeah, but, but that's but just the last few games. I mean, you he was got half of this, You still Please got half the season. Hurt that, you think? I, mean, I don't two know games that now. hurt him. I think, I think the week it hurt him. So like maybe this week it hurts him just because Clay's trying to come back. And They're trying still, to get him the ball. Yeah, and still say, like, hey, I'm still one of the top shooting guards in the league. So maybe he's taken some more from Steph this week. But once they start getting into the flow of things, I think Steph comes right around and, like, all right, dude. But real quick, give me the ball. this is what I was trying to tell you guys about. Uh, Clay's return, Draymond Green played two seconds of the game because he wanted to be on the court for uh, Clay Thompson's first possession. Instantly walks over, fouls the guy, goes, sits the rest of the game. Some dude won 50K off of all unders from Draymond Green because he found out Draymond was going to be playing, but only two seconds. Yeah. And DraftKings is trying not to pay him now. What? And then everyone's like, if he would, if people bet overs on Draymond, yeah. they 1,000% take the money for the overs because oh, they lost. Yeah, of course. But some dude won 50K. So they're trying to. So they're oh, trying not to pay him. Dude. Get the fuck out of here. You guys make so much fucking here. money, it's not even funny. Get, so. They would take the money. Give him the money. For they, the overs if they Sorry lost. that this guy was doing his research, and yes, he's so exactly. smart about the game that he knew that was going to happen. Or like, he's best friends with Draymond. So. Even yeah. so. like Man, could could have a, a in by knowing something or like that. But but like he, he, he bet the out. lines. Yeah. Oh, give him the money. He bet the lines. Like, it's it's fair. It's right on here. You it bet it, you win it. It was one of the most wild things I've ever seen because it was the other team knew that Draymond was doing this. Just yeah. fouled, instantly walked <laughs> over to the bench, sat. Do you think Draymond win, wins Defensive Player of the Year? I know he's the top person right now. Like, he's, yeah, you look on DraftKings and he's like minus odds for decent. I don't think he does. If if he keeps going, who's taking it? Gobert, Rudy Gobert. I mean, if. Draymond, it was just a hamstring issue, so it was nothing major. I think he takes it home. Really? Dang, that's crazy. Gobert's got, like, 14 rebounds with two and a half blocks compared to Draymond's, what, 10 rebounds and one block? <laughs> I don't know. The, but, I mean, he's so locked down. People shooting percentages, same for True. Gobert, I, yeah, I guess he, maybe he has more steals than Gobert. I didn't look at that stat, but. but yeah. Well, do you want to get into the matchups over kind of the next week? I kind of wrote down some kind of key matchups that are over the next week until you know, all the way through next Wednesday. Um, just kind of looking at teams that are currently sitting in playoff contention, basically, or just barely sitting out and, you know, key wins. So that's kind of what made me pick some of these games. Like the first one I got is Thursday night. Uh, you got Golden State versus the Bucks. You know, you got probably two of the best scorers right now. With oh, yeah. With Steph and uh, even when he hasn't been shooting the greatest, but – and then um, – 
the big guy for Giannis. Yeah. So, you know, that that should be an interesting because that's kind of two different styles of play. That will be a good game. It is. I don't even know which way to lean, yeah. I'm leaning leaning more towards Golden State. They do have, like, a two-game losing streak right now, I think. And the Bucks just lost to the Pistons. And the Bucks just lost into the Pistons. But I think I'm leaning more Golden State just because they do have Steph or um, Clay back. And they're they're just finding their mojo, and they're going to come out and just have fun with this game. Like they're the top in the sea, they're just gonna go out. Is it, is and and I think they win. Is it at the Oracle or is it at? Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Golden State. Oh yeah, State. so I gotta lean they're tra- they're trying to prove that they're still like the number one team in the league right now. Yeah. So I think they take it. Yeah, they're still they're still fighting. They're getting close to being able to take over that number one, number one slot. So I think yeah, I'm leaning towards that. I mean, I kind of will listen and watch a little bit more to see yeah. if anything right changes. To the Bulls on Friday. Yes, I do have that tough. matchup. So right after. Yeah, that is, is tough. Yep. Oh yeah, I do. Yep. Yep. That that's the Friday. The other Friday game I had listed on here too is uh, Boston versus 76ers. I think right now is it? Where are they at? I um, really like the 76ers. So do I. And Boston the has just been l- in these past couple weeks, just been letting it. Dude, down. yeah, they're like yeah. a five hundred team. They're yes. so disappointing this year. They had the talent, so I don't <laughs> know what's happening. They had the seventy yeah. sixers are on a seven game win streak right now. Like they're on fire. Yeah, d- depending on how the um, I think the Knicks are playing tonight, and depending on how they play, you know, they yeah. could jump in and knock. Bo- if Boston loses, that's that Knicks jumping in, Boston's jumping it out. Yeah. So and, and they're the really Knicks, not impressing me. The Knicks just beat the Celtics like three games ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. RJ yeah. Barrett hit the game winner. Yeah, RJ was going and off, he's dude. He's averaging like twenty six over his last nine. Yeah. Or R- twenty four over his that, last nine. Dude, RJ's gonna be RJ's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, no, I seventy sixers, if you're trying to bet on this, I don't know what the spread is, but go seventy sixers. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to find NBA lines early. Because of just how much changes between night to night, yeah. but like Caleb was saying, Golden State going to Bulls Friday night. Hey, now I think that's home too for them, because it's Golden State versus the Bulls, so it's got to be at Golden State. So they get to stay home for both games, so sp- other teams are traveling. But to go play the Bucks or have the Bucks come in and turn around and play the Bulls, who are even the better, they're the number yeah. one team on their yeah. side right now. And so I picked the Bulls. Uh, yeah, I, I lean I, Bulls. This I'm one. leaning Bulls just because, dude. The Bulls, they just got it figured out. Dude, they're, they're their team chemistry right now for sure. Yeah, oh, d- for sure. Dem- just with Demar, the team chemis- chemistry is just insane over there. Yeah. It's so fun to watch the ball movement. It's so fun to watch the Bulls right now. Yeah, but um, I know it was just high on Golden State, but yeah, dude, it's just the Bulls, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely in Bulls, 76ers, and like I said, we, we gotta kind of wait to see what lines are before we're gonna actually place any bets. That's I know we're not trying to make this only a sports betting podcast, but uh, kind of that's. That's what I guess my whole point of watching NBA yeah. is to bet money. So <laughs> try to win that money. I'm uh, looking forward to this next game you got here. The, the Mavericks versus Grizzlies on oh, Friday. Yeah. They're both on Grizzlies, hot streaks. Grizzlies dude. by a mile, though. Dude. dude, they're on hot streaks. Grizzlies are at a 10 game win streak, Mavericks, six game win streak. So it they're both hot. Like, this ma- is going to be a high scoring game. And as we're doing this, I mean, it's still first um, quarter, but Knicks are up 30 to 21 over the Mavericks. Right now, really? Yeah. Now it's wow. early. It's still first it's still quarter. Early, yeah. but man, I don't know. This is going to be a good game. I think I'm on the Grizzlies side too, yeah. though, for sure. Just the way they've been playing. There's a, that's another team that I think the um, the chemistry there. Oh yeah. It's just put and together, all dude. So they're young. so young. Jaron Jackson Jr., Ja Morant. Um, who's another one? Brunson, I think. Jalen Brunson. Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain, dude. Um. Yeah, dude, it's just crazy. Actually, fun fact for you, real quick. This is gonna take be a little fun. pause. Is, is it gonna be fun? Uh, my buddy Shay Ingles played against Desmond Bain in high school. That is fun. Very fun. Isn't that crazy? Well, probably not fun for Shay. <laughs> oh no, he said it wasn't that great because he, he tore up. But um, yeah, no, he's that's crazy. The, that's the team chemistry there is just on fire, dude. So who are you taking? And I'm taking Grizzlies. That's dude. me. I'm taking Grizzlies all day. Um, moving on next, I got for Saturday is Raptors versus Bucks. I, I really don't know much about the Raptors, so I, I 
but I see nothing good. Yeah, they're yeah. Bucks, one thousand percent bucks. I think this is a big um, no. go to spread. Whatever the spread is, I don't care what it is. Just do it. Even yeah, if it's a lot of points. I mean, I, I see. Even rap. if it's, I How think they beat them by much? like twelve. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, if it is twelve, go for it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I just kind of threw that in there because Raptors are in. Hey, you know, Raptors aren't doing bad. Honestly, no. I thought they They're would be doing worse. Yeah, I thought they would be one of the bottom teams. But, but for winning the championship two years <laughs> Dude, ago, Fred that's Van the crazy Fleet. thing. Like every time I look at them, it's like, what happened in that? Lost Kawhi. They got Kawhi. <laughs> yeah, they lost Kawhi. Siakam still doing, you know. Siakam. But he was like, he was, on the, yes. yeah, he was. On he kind of he did go down. Now Fred Van Fleet. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Lowry took his. He replaced Kyle Lowry. Dude, Fred Van Fleet is a scorer. He's getting like three three pointers per game. And it was like he had a kid. He had this kid last year, and then after he had his kid, he was averaging like twenty four game. Oh yeah. So he must be just trying to show off, but. <laughs> no, nah, Fred Van Fleet is. He's a baller. He's a baller. Um, all right, next game on my lineup here is um, 76ers versus the Heat. Uh, I don't really have a feel of which way I would want to lead. I think this is going to be a good game. I think it'll be a good I game like overall. Golden State Heat. Do you? I know. They have. I actually think Heat is doing better this year than the 76ers. They have Duncan Robinson. Tyler Heroes is a really good favorite for six bench. man. Yeah, both Duncan and Tyler coming off the bench. Wow! And they scored. I don't. I think Duncan might have just got dropped down from the starting lineup, but they yeah. scored a couple nights ago, sixty-one combined. Hero had the like two of them Hero off the bench, and Duncan Robinson at twenty-seven off, off the, bench. the. Oh my god, that's awesome! Yeah, good for them because Duncan being off of Michigan, like hell yeah, that's awesome and to see. You know, Tyler's twenty-two years. Tyler old. being so young, like I'm a big Tyler fan. I I like Hero. He's but I think again, he's gonna be good. 76ers. I, with that I being said, I'm still going to ride the 76ers with them being on that, you know, big seven-game win streak. I think they kind of keep it riding. And uh, I do think they're a better team. They got more put together. I know Ben Simmons is in the background with all that drama, but I think they're going to just try to prove that they're still, like, we don't need him. That Ben Simmons thing is ridiculous. Yeah. Can you talk louder? I'm not even talking, Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> I leave this one to the other pros. <laughs> um, all right, we'll jump into Lakers versus Nuggets on Saturday. Um, dude, this is a good one too. These, tough. Devin, you're putting it, some if, if tough Laker, ones down. If Lakers dude. win this, it jumps them to number six after this matchup. What you're putting some tough ones. What are down. they? They're at seven. You said yes. They're at seven right now. So this is another how, spot up. What's how far behind's the eighth? Uh, if they lost, how right. many games up would they be from falling out of it? Uh, let me go back in. I had looked at this earlier. Um, what do you what do you so, think? So let's hear it. It was Lakers versus who? Nuggets. Nuggets. Nuggets are right now sitting in the sixth spot. So that's one. Oh. Yeah. yeah, Nuggets are technically better than Lakers record wise. Yeah, they're well, they're they're twenty and nineteen, where Lakers are twenty one and twenty. Yeah, and so played. technically, you know, the Nuggets are. I think what is it? Two spots and one spot now. One, so it's one that spot. One it's game. like literally the, the, those two. The same. It's it's literally gonna come That's down to gonna that be game. A for really wow. good game. This is, I know I said, um, LeBron's in the top ten, MVP wise, but it's kind of like, this guy's in uh, LeBron's in the MVP contention and Nikola's in the MVP contention. So like, what are they gonna do against each other with them being like so close? That's to tough. um, what eight, eighth is right spot. there because yeah. it's the um. Was it the Clippers? Yeah, Clippers at twenty-one and twenty-one. So they're only a game behind two there, wow. or half a game, really. Me personally, I I think I'm gonna ride with Lakers, dude. I think it's I like their time too. to turn around and prove, like, hey, like we got the talent. But it's like it's scary time. It's hey, oh yeah, like we, we got to start going. It's mid-season, like late. yeah. So dude, so as it. as we were talking earlier about the MVP and where Lakers. They are seven games to get into third. Seven only games seven behind the third. Only seven. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, I mean, they pull off a couple wins here and there, and then the other people start losing. It's well, there's gonna be a lot of matchups between you know, 
yeah. towards the end of. So yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be towards the end there. La- Lakers got to continue to win games. That's no, what I'm dude. saying. Now scary time. Like you gotta start turning on if you want to start climbing. I'm leaning more towards Lakers just because I think they do have the talent. I know I've heard rumors that they're trying to get rid of Russ because he brings the whole dynamic down, which has basically been whatever he's at. Russ brings it down. Like I don't know what the hell he's doing at these teams, but. Anyway, they do have Russ, they do have Anthony Davis, and a potential MVP. I'm not going to say he is because he's... Carmelo Anthony. And Carmelo Anthony. But but they do. They they have these old vets who are at the end of the year like, dude, let's make it to the fucking playoffs because this is going to be one of our last seasons. So I think they just that factor alone, they're going to start winning, and I'm going to put them ahead of the Nuggets at this game. I got to go with the Nuggets. You just are just because you're old doesn't mean you're gonna win the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's true though. <laughs> so we're we're gonna kind of speed around for these next few just so that way we can jump to the next topic and we're not running too long. Uh, Hornets, Knicks. Who you got? Knicks. Hornets. I like Hornets. Uh, Timberwolves, Knicks. 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 Ah, I want Timberwolves. I'm going Knicks. Um, Nets, Wizards. Nets. Nets. Hornets, Celtics. Hornets. Hornets. Um, Raptor versus Mavericks. Mavs. Mavs. Mavs all day. Grizzlies, Bucks. Bucks. Oh, Bucks. I think Bucks too. Uh, Clippers, Nuggets. Nuggets. Nuggets, yep. All right, so there was only one game in there. We were like, eh. No. Just kind of, so. Just had to kind of do that, otherwise we'll be here for an hour yeah, and a half right. again. Yeah, you didn't so. hit your button. You didn't stop us. So, <laughs> well, well, the next topic still basketball, so. There's, we just hit that shot and uh, jump into the college basketball. Uh, oh, right now, so want to talk about oh, Big Ten, SEC, and Big Twelve all have five teams in the top twenty-five. That's no. ridiculous. That's awesome. We that talked. We talked last week, awesome. and SEC had had you know seven, seven in. Yeah. And, so what happened so there? The, were they like? Uh, there SEC has been matchups? some confidence because like okay, Alabama's yeah. about out of the top twenty-five, but they just played they were like twenty-four. I couldn't believe it. They're number twenty-four. Yeah, right now. They just lost to Auburn, who's like number four. Or, yeah, and it was yeah. a close game, and but again, uh, you know, school rivalry. Right, there. but still, how? So Auburn with being number four, and it's a close game. How do they jump down to all the way down? They to also 24? lost to Memphis, I believe. Okay, which and I think they're pretty solid. Memphis, who just beat or uh, Baylor? Um, Texas. Texas was Tech. it Texas Tech? Texas okay. Tech. Yep. I was thinking of. Yep, um, I had that on here. So yeah, first lost to um, um, Texas Tech. And then also USC just got their first loss too, I think. Yeah, it's right here, Baylor, Baylor, Texas Tech. Yeah, you, I have that on there, but because uh, it was like down to like Baylor, and I think USC was also one of the teams that like was still undefeated in the top twenty-five. Right. I mean, now there's, I don't think wow. there's any top twenty-five team that is un. Really? No, there's uh, not undefeated. That's They've so. got one or two losses. Yeah. Um, so, kind of when I was trying to find matchups for these and stuff. Um, it's just hard because there's not a ton of matchups right now going on inside the top 25. And then, you know, you get some that are, like, 21 versus, like, 25. And I just didn't think they would be very good games. So, I can't yeah, These are going to be fun matches. These, these few like games I did find, those should be interesting. Yeah, I'd, like, I'd, I'd love to watch these games. Tomorrow you get um, in conference with Ohio State versus Wisconsin. Oh, that would be very I'm leaning so. more towards Wisconsin. What about you, Deb? See, I'm actually thinking Ohio State. Are, I... I like Wisconsin. They've actually been impressing me like last few games, and yeah. I haven't watched the whole game, so I guess I don't know how they're playing con- consistently like yeah. throughout the whole game. But uh, the highlights and stuff that I've seen of them are ridiculous. So Ohio State, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just leaning more with Wisconsin wise. I think they got a better defense and Johnny Davis, dude. Johnny Davis for Wisconsin, he's leading like every single stat for Wisconsin. I think he's a big guy, but like every single stat he's leading. Rebounds, assists, blocks, steals, points, everything, dude. I think he's even going to tear up Ohio State. I, I don't know. Yeah, Johnny Davis. It'll be a close game. Yeah, it's going to be twenty two point three points a game. Um, it should be a good game either way. I think this was going to be a, a big game for Ohio State in general. And that's kind of why I'm leaning towards them yeah. right now. Um, but I can see Wisconsin is the better team currently, so you know I could really see them just kind of rolling with it. Yeah. Um, we'll move into Saturday was the next kind of good game that I could find, and this is an SEC matchup of Tennessee versus Kentucky. Um, I really don't have a feel of – I haven't really watched – I've watched Kentucky a little bit, and I haven't watched Tennessee too much. 
which um they're they're fairly I would think fairly close looking at what like ESPN is projecting wise and stuff. They are close. Kentucky's at twelve and three right now. Um Tennessee's at ten and four. Eleven and four I got them at. Eleven and four, so so I, I would I mean I would the record say wise is close. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Kentucky's gonna take it just based on I'm s- I'm thinking the same thing, and that's strictly on past years. Like Kentucky has been been outstanding, man. Yeah. And I think um um their big guy, he's averaging sixteen rebounds Jeez. per game <laughs> in college. Sixteen rebounds in Dude, so I think he's just going to tear up, be that solid defensive player who doesn't allow Tennessee to score, and they just turn around, and they have enough playmakers um, who can score. I think that guy's averaging actually like 12 or 15 points. He's, he's so 17 points a game. He's averaging. Yeah, and 16 so boards. So 17, 16 boards. like 16 Ooh. boards. So it's like that guy alone is going to just. He's, he's got to be giving teams like foul trouble. Like Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. If you're I getting that many, rebounds. I don't know how big that man is, but like if you're grabbing sixteen boards. If you're grabbing sixteen boards, <laughs> scoring seventeen six, points, nine, two fifty five. Are you? He's only six nine. Okay, dude, that man's working. <laughs> he's fucking working. But um, no, just that work ethic, and I think they have enough scores around him that they're gonna kind of take over the Tennessee game or Tennessee, and uh, I think they win that. Yeah. So um, we'll do Purdue versus Illinois on Monday. Another Big Ten matchup here. Yeah. I like Purdue. Dude, that'll be fun. Gabby, what, what are you saying over here, dude? Yeah, what I, got what nothing, got? Dude. <laughs> I got <laughs> nothing. So I think Purdue should Slide. handle this. I got Purdue, too. I mean, but I think Illinois has been kind of running a hot streak. I think that's how they just got in. Yeah, and they, they have been. ESPN's even throwing a prediction of uh, 62% for Illinois. They wow. both, I mean, they're close in record-wise. Again, record doesn't really matter, but um, so I, I still got Purdue. They're big guy, dude. Yeah, another big guy. Zach Eady? Is that his name? Zach Eddy? No, for Illinois. Yeah, their it's, center. It's Cough Cockburn. That's a shitty last name. That's literally what it is. C-O-C-K-B-U-R-N. <laughs> I'm looking at the other one, dude. <laughs> the big white dude. Oh. Well, this dude that for Illinois, he's averaging 22 no, no, no. points for a game. Purdue, sorry. And, and then 12.5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cockburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's crazy. Like, he's doing really well I for think Illinois. He's going to burn the defense. He's going to burn their cocks. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's definitely getting dropped. That's a sound drop. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm actually. <laughs> I'm going Purdue though. <laughs> I'm going Purdue. I'm going Purdue just because they do. I, it is Purdue who has Zach Eady, and they, he that man is like six or seven six, seven six. Taco Fall, three hundred pounds. Yeah, he he played for Purdue, didn't he? No, UFC, UCF. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a black and gold team. But um, no, Zach Eady, seven six. That man is just tearing up this year. He, he's doing really well. And that's another one, like where I said um, for Kentucky, their big guy, he's just he's going to stop him. Purdue, Zach Eady, he's just going to go in there, stop him. He's going to be that defensive guy who they can't, Illinois can't score around him. Oh. Yeah, I didn't get any like Big Ten match or uh, Big Twelve matchups. Uh, the last game I got on here was uh, next Wednesday, probably when we're recording this podcast, is LSU versus Alabama uh, in conference game. This could, if Alabama loses this one, it knocks them out of the top 25. Wow. And was that yeah. the big thing Alabama was trying to be? They were the number, like, they were in, like, the top Dude, five, yeah, I they think, were, at one they point. They were up there. And weren't we just talking about this? Or Alabama's really pushing their basketball program so they can be a two-sport school rather mm-hmm. than. Yeah, exactly. So well, and LSU is obviously doing the same thing. Yeah. The whole SEC is behind a big push to be two-sport conference. You know, they want to be yeah. a two-sport They're conference. They're trying to go yeah. on their own with their drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what we were talking about. Yeah. I think so. these are two, like, completely different play style teams. With Alabama. They just shoot the three. They're, they got two really, really good guards. Who are out there just balling? They both get like fifteen points a game, like six re- assists a game, and they're just they're strictly like a three and D team. I think they have three people right now who are on the verge of a hundred threes for the season. Y- you Holy know, it's a, you know, it's a right. different, completely style when your your guard is getting the most boards at almost yeah. seven boards a game. Wow! So like, <laughs> yeah, Alabama, like 
they're they have three people almost a hundred three points a game, and we're what halfway through this season, and then um LSU they have their two forwards, so they're two forwards who are just down low big dudes, getting rebounds, scoring their points. So that's like the old school ball, grit and grind, grit and grind. Yeah, yep. So. I gotta take Alabama, just being an Alabama fan, but <laughs> but it might be the wrong move. No, I'm going LSU. LSU is 14 and one, I believe, and then Alabama's ranked 24 at like 12 and four or something like that. But yeah, um, like Devin was saying, if they lose, they're out of the top 25. Yeah. So I'm thinking the LSU comes in here and just they play that grit and grind ball, stop them from shooting threes. Their their defense is better. Yeah. S- statistically, they're better, and um. They just get because they're fighting for like the number one seed right now. I mean, they're yeah. what top ten right now, but they technically they should be up higher. They're fourteen and one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think LSU comes in and just kind of yeah. takes right. away that game. All right, switching over, we got hockey going now. How? Oh, um, so like I had said in our other podcast. You know, if you're watching hockey right now, it's kind of exciting because every game has been getting an average of about seven points a game, which I remember watching about five years ago, and you'd be lucky to get three points a game. Yeah, dude, that's That's what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, holy crap, they scored two. (laughs) I mean, the 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 skill level with the puck right now is just ridiculous. Dude, I've seen people grab their fucking puck. And just like, yeah, Did I mean, trick shot their puck crazy. and like go behind the, their back. The and like, what I think Ovechkin scored earlier this year. He was behind the net, picked it up on a and stick, a, and, and threw it over. It and the guy bounced it. off the uh, goalie's jersey. Oh, it went in. dude, I've seen it where they actually score that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went up and over. And it left his stick early, but it bounced off the dude. goalie. The goalie Wild. was in the process yeah. that he was I watching, mean. and then he went to turn to like he thought Ovechkin was gonna take yeah. it out the other way. And as in that process of like transitioning. He knocked oh, it in dude. himself. Wow. These young kids coming in and just the stuff they can do with the stick and the, pu- the they're just coming in like there's adding a whole new I level mean, to the NHL is completely changing. They, right dude, now. it's just, just, just it's less for hit better, for the better though. Yeah, less hits. Dude, they're trying to yeah, it's limit so fighting hard on down. defense. It's so hard on defense. Mm-hmm. Like they, oh my, like you were saying. I mean, I mean it's averaging seven with points. With more calls now and stuff, they're trying to eliminate this stuff and leads to more power plays, which is going to lead to more scores. So I yeah. think, I think it is like Drake's. I think it's for the better. Yeah. Oh no. yeah. Like fans want to watch. And they're still fights. Games. They still allow fights. Now, one thing that they get so adjust good. so good personally over in the NFL is the three on three overtime. NHL. Oh, because of or yeah, NHL. Um. Just because right now it's becoming a game of keep away. Because basically, if you get a fast break, that person's going to score because of the puck play right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, dude. Oh, and so it, it, overtimes are almost boring to watch because it's just a big game of keep away. You just try to you know hang on to the puck. Yeah. Like And then, you know, at the last you know possible second, you go down and try to score. Or knowing that, you know, if the other team, yeah. team you know, steals it or something, they don't have enough time mm-hmm. to try to get a good shot. That's so. such a hard thing because it's such a staple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, th- the overtime. Yeah. So, like, well, the change. It dude, used it to is, be yeah. four on four. Or so normally you have five on five, as is normal. And then a four on four is what original overtime rules was. Well, there was just not enough games being solved with four on four. So they're like, okay, let's cut down the three on three. And it'll get. And it will have more goals. Well, yeah. You, now there's too many. Yeah. It's ba- it's basically teams are like, well, if I just hang on to the puck and we just pass it back and forth in the back. And then, okay, hey, finally there's a minute left. All right, let's make an attack. Heck, and then, you know, go make an attack and shoot. And then, oh, we miss, but the other team only has, you know, 10 seconds to try to get all the way up ice and get a shot off. It's not going to be a good shot. So that's stuff that, that they're trying to figure out how they've talked. I've heard rumors of, like, almost shot clock type. Like, you have, a, you know, because you know, yeah. overtime is normally, like, five minutes. So it's like, okay, you have uh, a minute to get your shot off in. Once, I think that once would be good. Solid. Yeah, that I so, think that would be good. Uh, that way, it forces a little bit back and forth a little bit yeah. more. Or, dude, can you imagine being a keeper right now, or yeah, goalie? goalie? There's yeah. still some very incredible goalies out there. Yeah, right now, but no, can you imagine being one of them though? That's just like just getting in the league. Like that is just the yeah. way that people move the stick and the puck right now. It's just yeah. stupid. But it's at that, in a couple of years, goalies will be seeing those. Yeah, I guess they'll be evolved to it. Evolution, man. They'll be evolved to it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's probably some little kid out there somewhere that can just stop everything Every, already. Yeah, yeah. he's going <laughs> like to see pra- everything coming out. They're oh. going to practice everything. Um, well, if you're looking at watching, like, 
games, you know, some of the top teams to watch are Florida Panthers, the who, and then Tampa Bay Lightning, Carolina Hurricanes, Nashville Predators, and New York Rangers are like the top five team overall. Now, yeah. it's a point system for the NHL, if you don't know. And right now, sitting tied for first is Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay. Hurricane, Nashville, and Rangers are all tied uh, um, three points back. So the way the point system works, just for anyone that's not familiar with it, um, two points for a win, one point for an overtime loss, and nothing for or, um, a regular loss. Uh, so um, so realistically, it's they basically got a game and a half, half on – I'm kind of like that aspect, a game and a half on the third through fifth right now, first yeah. and second. Two teams I'm surprised are not in there, or they're probably going to be in there, the Avalanche and Maple Leafs. Avalanche has been kind of impressive because oh they, yeah. they've... They're 22-8 and eight right now, and they're one of the higher-scoring They got teams. some young talent. Like we were just they talking got, about the young. They yeah, have uh, a couple of them. That are no, and they're one of the high-scoring teams. They have, like, 143 goals It was like compared to 109, like, plus 34 goal-to-goal-against ratio, and which is one of the better um, in the NHL. Yeah. And same for the Maple Leafs. They're sitting at um, 116-86, to 86, which is plus 30 goal-to-against goal ratio. <laughs> and... um. I mean, they're not a high-scoring team, but their defense is just crazy right now. Like that, you know, no. I mean, their goalie's no. obviously doing what he's supposed to do. So if we got time, I'm going to elevate from a fun fact to a fun story. Okay. If we got time. So yeah. it's about the Stanley Cup. Tampa Bay Lightning just won it this previous year. I was doing a job, just a tent up in Big Rapids. And there was a guy from Big Rapids, went to Big Rapids High School, who's like the media director for the Tampa Bay Lightning. No. Had the had the Stanley Cup for two days, was flying I it I heard this to story. Big Rapids, and they're going to have it there, and they're going to do this big thing at Buffalo Wild Wings, Stanley Cup. He comes down with COVID. No. <laughs> so they can't. Oh, dude. They, he'd never so got So you didn't get to see the Stanley nope. Cup, Daryl? <laughs> no. So, and then he couldn't even come back. Dude, that would have been so cool. Came. Like, even if you had a picture just next to it, oh, that would have been badass. And then it was like Buffalo Wild Wings was, like, furious at him. Because they, <laughs> they had... They had uh, advertised the Stanley Cup being there, and then yeah. they couldn't do it. Then they no. couldn't do it. So um, we'll jump funny. through some games just that I'm kind of be paying attention to, watching. We'll kind of do the keep keep this rolling. We'll do speed round with these two. We won't really get into them. So um, um, Garrett's offering five bucks if you finish your beer. <laughs> oh, come on. Five, go, bu- five go, bucks to the go. channel? Uh, sure. To yeah. the channel, Garrett. Let's go. Chug, 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 <laughs> chug. I thought we were just going to sit in silence. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speed run, with speed run with these All right, games. Come on, if anyone wants to another in. one. Ready? Yeah, I'll go with you. Ready, set. Jets or Red Wings? Wings are due. Wings are due. Yeah, that wings OT are due. loss for the Sharks. They're one. coming back. And you, you got a crying emoji out of that. Um, <laughs> laughing. Oh, laughing. Laughing. Laughing, crying emoji. Well, here's another one. Chug, chug, chug. <laughs> All right, Penguins versus Kings. Penguins. Pangs. Uh, I like Kings. Um, Rangers, Penguins Sharks. Rangers. Rangers. Sharks. Rangers. Uh, Shark, what the fuck? I like Sharks did, did are pretty good. Sharks are not doing bad. Rangers no. are eh. They're in negative goal to goal against ratio, yeah. though. So, I mean, their defense isn't fucking there. So. Like an upset. <laughs> um, ducks uh, versus Wild. Wild. I'm wild. I'm going to go Ducks. Predators versus Bruins. Yeah, Predators. Predators. We already know. Let's go. Maple Leaf, Maple Leafs or Blues. Maple Leafs. 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 Penguins or Sharks. Penguins. Penguins. Uh, Predators. Blues. Predators. Going again. Preds. Predators. Uh, Penguins or Golden Knights. Penguins. Penguins again. I'm going Knights. I like Knights. Um, Wild versus Avalanche. 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 It's gonna be a high scoring game as well. Take the over. <laughs> Kings versus Sharks. 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 Kings. Kings. Sharks. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> um, Maple Leafs versus Rangers. Leafs. Leafs. Rings. Get it. I'm going Leafs. Get out of here, dude. All right. <laughs> we'll jump into find my little hitting home runs. Danger. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, MLB talk. There's not really much going on with MLB, you know, because they haven't started their season yet. And we don't know anything. A lot of off-season stuff, though. Uh, don't there's you, been some you guys don't know off-season stuff. Don't you get a button on there that says crazy. we don't know what the hell we're talking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. What is going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? No, that is true. No, they do have some big moves in the off-season, so. So, um, yeah, we got this one, too. None of us know what we're talking about. That's one I think Caleb was thinking of. Um, <laughs> so not much with NF- MLB other than I know they're they're kind of going through like a little lockout thing right now, and I, I think they play. They get through it. They, they should they have to. Pretty big lockout. We need Detroit in uh, April. So <laughs> that they're yeah. gonna they're gonna do it. It's looking like just there might Detroit not be a spring spring training. Yeah, there might not be spring training because they're still negotiating. Now I know they were meeting today, training. I believe, to a discuss a lot of players <laughs> need spring training. Yeah, a lot of careers. Who needs it's gonna it's training. gonna shake up the whole series though. It's gonna become the teams that have straight up talent on them are gonna right. play versus the ones that need the practice they to get a little bit the, better. Those young kids, you yep. know, that just got drafted. Nah, yep. they don't even need it. They're good. So, um, the only other like recent news that I have is uh, John Lester retires. Um, he finished with two hundred wins and three World Series rings. Um, you know. There was a couple different articles that were talking. He might be one of the best playoff pitchers ever. Okay. Shout out to him. I, I mean, I'm agreeing with him. He's a potential he's a Hall of Famer. Fame. No, I he's a potential Hall of Famer. Three wings, two hundred. He's also got a no hitter in his belt, so oh that's yeah. one of the best things that you can do. And um, he's a five time All Star. How old was he? So, uh, I don't know. Not. I don't think that old. Mm. So. You got any other notes you wrote down about baseball or no? Not really. Um, there is a like with John Lester. Just obviously, I think he's a future all, Hall of Famer. He had that no hitter. He's a five time All Star. One of the toughest pitchers to ever play. Um, there was a game that I think I remember. I think it was a catcher. Um, he was uh, obviously he was pitching against him. The catcher smokes it line drive, hits him in like the thigh or something, right? And John Lester literally weighs off his coach. Nah, I'm all good. I'll pitch the rest of the game. He pitched the rest of the game, got the W. They made the playoffs. And he had a broken bone or something. Yeah, and he ended up having a broken bone. Like, one of the toughest pitchers that I've ever seen. Like, that's so insane. So. And And um, and that happened in, like, the fourth inning or something. Yeah, dude. And he still pitched, like, uh, quite a few innings. So, John Lester, you're a great guy, Hall of Famer. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> no, actually, I do have some key moves. Since nothing really is going on at MLB, I think there's some key moves going on right now. So I do have highlighted right here. I'll just go through them quick. Yep. So um, shortstop, Javier Baez going to Detroit. Super, super pumped for this. I can't wait to see what he does. He's on a six-year contract, uh, 140 mil. So last year he was on the Mets. I think he comes to Detroit and – he makes us just you know slight bit better. Not th- not the worst team. Worse. Yeah. Can't, can't be worse. Can't be much worse. So. Um, I, I'm hoping for big things with Detroit, but I don't think I, we're I, gonna I, get it. I think we'll do all right. You gotta watch it a little more. Um, one of the bigger contracts, and this is super super surprising to me. So, um, shortstop Corey Seager signs with the Rangers. He's been in the Dodgers forever. Okay, all t- and he signs with the Rangers. A ten-year contract, three hundred twenty-five mil. Base- baseball players, contract. and dude. they're they're want more money, and the that's why they're, they're like, in a lockout. But dude, they play three hundred twenty-five games too. Yeah, and they're, they're playing like one hundred eighty-two, but still yeah. ten. They, he's older, like he's not doing anything better years, than what yeah. he was doing. That is one of the more surprising. Co- I could not believe it when I saw that. Oh. Um, Maybe he's got a good agent. I yeah, he could that's, be. That's that's, that was one of the more surprising so far. Yeah. Um, I do have, since we're Michigan boys, we do have pitcher Max Scherzer. He's going to the Mets on a three-year, $130 million. Wow. Three-year, $130 million. So I'll be excited to see what he can do there. Um, he was in the Dodgers last year. He's so getting a little older. You guys don't know. He's getting older. We'll see. Um, next one I got here, Marcus Simeon, his second baseman. He's going to the Rangers, seven years, 175 million. 
So not as big as that three hundred. Yeah. I don't but, know. You with, know, with baseball though, it always seems to be longer it's, contracts it does. than longer contracts. You know, we're so used to like talking like you know football contracts and stuff where it's three years is a long time right. in football. Yeah, because right? you never know. What yeah. yeah, and um. Now, he was in the Blue Jays last year, so it is just switching around to teams. So we'll see what he can do there. Um, he is one of the better second basemen. Uh, we got seven or er, sec- center base center fielder. Sorry, center center fielder Brian Buxton. He's uh, all time Twins. He's coming back to the Twins another seven year hundred million. So he'll probably finish out his career there at the Twins. Um, we got another shortstop. Now this one is pretty crazy to me too. So shortstop, he was a rookie last year, okay. Um, Vander Franco's he's signing with the Rays, so he's he's gonna be on the Rays for the rest of his life. It sounds like twelve years, twelve <laughs> year contract, max of two hundred twenty five million. Which you know, looking back at that three hundred twenty five million is not as good, but when you're twenty years old. This man is 20 years old, signed in a 12-year contract. It's almost I'm, like you're it's a bad move for him. I, it's almost like I'm you're not him. banking on yourself. Right. Yeah, exactly. it, well, his well, rookie year, he didn't do I, it great. You know, I wonder what bonuses are involved with that. Yeah, there's probably in, like In one it, sense, you lock down stability. In the yeah. other sense, you limit money. Yeah. You like you're you're you not in If you if th- there's if you probably could go down, uh, like you lock j- down just from stability. knowing other sports contracts and stuff like that, a lot of times they'll have like, hey, we can renegotiate the price in, you know, five years. So, you know, it's like, I'm locked at this, five years have come, and okay, I'm making way more, I'm having higher offers yeah. elsewhere, you know, you can either up it at, since you locked me in, or we can do a buyout of this contract and I'll go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. which, I mean, obviously it's 12 years, so that could Are happen. Rookie contract's only a year in the MLB? I'm, it must uh, be, because it this man, he was a year. rookie. 2021, he was yeah. a rookie. 20, the man's 20 years old, he's signing a 12-year contract. Or it could be, I don't know how the AAA works, but he could have been down there on yeah. his contract. And but, dude, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, you get well, absolutely a, lot of, a lot of players get drafted, and then they get put on those teams. And that's what I was wondering if that affects yeah. their rookie contract. Dude, isn't that crazy, though, 12 years? Yeah, that's wild. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Why are you setting your career so some, like that? Some are, some, let's say, there's one player that I listen to, Chris Betts. He's a catcher. Um, right now he's in free agency. He but he's only played minor league ball just because he's been hurt. You know he should have been pro already. He but uh, uh, he just uh, keeps having injuries and stuff with his knees. Yeah. He's so. Oh, but he signed like a a one point six million dollar signing yeah. bonus. That was his signing bonus, and then plus he got paid. He didn't make very much playing on AAA ball, but he he still made like hundred k or whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah or, he, he was a catcher. You said. Yeah. He's got knee injuries mm-hmm. already. That's a that's lot. Though. I mean, you hear that a lot with catchers, mm-hmm. with them being bent down that, for but hours. But yeah, if you're that young and you it, already have, uh, yeah, I mean, oh. get out of there. <laughs> Whoever's <laughs> trying to get out of it. <laughs> so, uh, um, anything else, Austin? Yeah, I do have. You know, with us being Detroit boys, pitcher Justin Verlander, back to the Astros on a one-year contract, twenty. Five million. Good for him. On one year. Twenty-five million one year. Good for him. Good for <laughs> him. Hopefully he does well again. I think he did pretty decent last year, but we'll see if he can win them some more games. Um but yeah, I just thought it was crazy. One year, twenty five million. I, I you don't hear that a lot. Yeah. So all right. T and Caleb up. Oh. It's Caleb Sport oh. here, golf. I so got some input for you, some Caleb. Some big news earlier today. Netflix just signed a uh, series uh, for golf. It's basically showing behind the scenes of players, the majors. So for all the golf fans out there, this should be really cool. Is it like a football has hard knocks? Yeah, right. it's like a, it's it's a documentary. It's, it's, yeah, it's going to oh, be like hard knocks dude. or it's going to be like the, yeah, that's what, bad the Drive to Survive Formula One series. Do they um, know who's going to be in it so far? Um, it's it's just said major players in major championships, like the FedEx oh, Cup so tournament Tiger stuff. Woods. I'd kind of so like I'd kind of we're gonna like put Tiger in there. It's be like John Rahm, DJ, JT, Justin. Jordan. So I'd like to see like a smaller series of that of the people fighting to make the to cut. Make that dude, wouldn't that be sick? Like corn fairy tour like stuff. Because wouldn't that be sick? What's crazy about golf is these corn fairy tour players are just as good. Yeah, if not better than most of these right. tour players. It's just so hard to get your tour your card. Yeah, and to continue playing well on the on the tour, so 
That would be a cool That's series. That's super to see interesting. That. But uh, last week we had the tournament of champions. JT, I said, would win. He did take top five. I was completely off. I said he would play well the first two days. The and third day he would blow up. The third day he ended up breaking the course off. record, shoot a yeah. 61. Dude. Um, which Insane. W- Devin, Insane. Devin and I were talking. He's like, oh, the course must not have been playing hard, which obviously probably not with these scores. But if you go out and shoot a 61 at any course, that's freaking it's incredible. Insane. And then yeah. for Cameron Smith to go out there and shoot Dude, the minus weather. Minus 34 in four <laughs> days. Dude, the weather must have been in their favor. Right. Like, this was like Which I think zero mile per hour winds, like, you know, first 70. First two days was lift, clean, and place. The course was wet, so that means ev- if they're in the fairways, um, they get to mark their ball, pick it up, clean it, and place it. So they get a perfect right. ball. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, the course definitely wet. helping. But still, negative 34? Yeah, still, no matter what the circumstances are, that's, that's insane. That's unbelievable. Which is even more crazy because John Rahm and Matt Jones are right behind them. John Rahm might be the best player in golf. He is so currently. Good. I so don't know good. if I can argue with you, but he is doing well. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of good players, but he's <laughs> he's different. Cameron Smith is he's always fun to watch. You know the argument right now with him, who had the better mole at him or John Daly? <laughs> um, him. Cameron Smith is fun to watch just because he's kind of <laughs> that you know younger guy with the s- weird swag. I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, I guess. Um, People can relate to him, kind of. You know, he likes drinking beer and stuff. He's actually <laughs> oh, more. Dude. He's actually more of a liquor drinker. But if he shotguns um, a beer at one of these tournaments, yeah. So that tournament went well. A lot of low beer. scores. Uh, we have the Sony Open <laughs> next week. Austin, you you like Smith again? A lot of lot of. I don't know. Not big names so in this he one. Here's what I'm thinking. This is not biased at all. <laughs> not biased. Okay. But Harris English. He's looking good. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little biased. Yeah. It's not biased. Austin it's knows not biased. absolutely nothing about him, but that's fine because there's a no, lot I of. I do. He won freaking so so far 2022. His best placement is 14th. Not good. In okay, one. but he's one of the better. In one, known tournament. <laughs> one tournament. One <laughs> tournament. <laughs> it's a pretty good field though. No, so. it's not in one tournament. It's freaking. They counted like back in October. They counted it for 2022, which I don't oh, know well how that works. Nice. The golf. Right. Yeah, I don't know how that works, but his best tournament so far, fourteenth, and you know it's not too good. But he's one of the bigger names in this tournament. So you're saying he's gonna take it home? I, I, th- I think he's getting at least top five. But there's a really, really good chance that he's taking it home. See, see, you, no you, need, you need to find out who's no playing bias, against no and look at taking that type of matchup. No, versus I, I have picking them to win. I have. It. I've, um, I've looked at the whole spreads and everything, and who's playing, and he's one of the bigger names out of all of them. So. So this this week is a really large field. I don't know the exact number, but a lot of guys and not a lot of big names. Um, That's what I'm saying. So, so kind of English go, is going off in. that. I kind of like some of the older guys that are playing. Webb Simpson, uh, Kevin Kidd, guy to watch. I think uh, Ryan Palmer, Hide- Hideki Matsuyama. Those are kind of the four older guys that I would like to see. They probably get top ten. One of them, two yeah, of them gets top ten. Can Cameron Smith pull two two he's wins too in a row? He's too streaky. I he's mean, too I've streaky. He's he's very good at golf, but I think he's in top five though. You know, if he does get a top five finish, it'll be kind of interesting to kind of put him finally with these other guys because he's. Kinda I think like you think that'll be a stepping stone. He I needs? think that's going to be huge coming off a win, especially if he wins. That's just going to be yeah. Here's what I'm thinking, Caddy. Um, a big golf guy over here. I'm thinking top four. You know, Harris brings <laughs> it in for the dub. I not biased. Not biased. <laughs> um, but, no, y- you know, I think Cam Smith, he, he comes in there, probably second or third, and then Webb Simpson getting the other. So, if, you know, Cam gets second or third. Webb's coming in there with whatever he doesn't get. And then I think Corey Connors comes in at that last spot fourth you think so i think so you know he's he's a decent kid he's all right but he comes in there fourth <laughs> yeah i mean other than those few that i mentioned i don't really like anybody else just because they mainly don't know many uh it's kind of hard to bet on somebody you don't know this, this could yeah. be their coming but out party you know there i mean there's a lot of older guys playing in this like brand snedeker who knows he could come out and win he's he's a very good player from yeah. the past uh, um, um brendan uh, todd I'm kind of more waiting for like the bigger tournaments that are going to be coming. Yeah, I mean, this one's not, not going to be super yeah, fun. No. So. 
no no big names, but Harris English. If you're looking at it, the Netflix series will be really cool. That was kind of the that big news of the day. That is cool. Yeah. That um, is super. I mean, cool. it just I'm if you're a sport fan in general. Yeah. 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 No, I'm pumped for that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's basically how I got into Formula One. Yeah. Watching the so Drive for Survive yeah. on Netflix. No, that, that yeah, so it's real. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. Right, I didn't realize how much money they spent to freaking race. Stupid amount of money. Believe it. I have no clue. Yeah, I have no idea, but I believe it. So, like, one sponsorship deal, like, to have the main logo on one of those cars is, like, $150 million sponsorship. Mm. Oh, holy. For mm. one sponsor. Like, to have to be the main sponsor. What the Jesus. hell? Jesus. What is it called? I mean, those cars have to be Dude, those millions. things are probably. Yeah. They're pretty much all carbon fiber for the most part. Right, so, that's Jesus. super expensive. Uh, but like a set of tires, Super I think. Whoa. What would they say? A set of tires is like thirty thousand dollars for oh four tires, God. and they'll go through. I think they get like I can't remember exactly now, but you get like eight sets for the weekend. You get like three soft, three mediums, and three hards, and a set of rain tires or something like that. Yeah, it, it right. it's super crazy to see those races because if they hit like the outside where there's a bunch of rubber out there, they just hit one slice of rubber and they're flying. Like they just start hovering. So there's so much downforce on those cars to keep them on, on the track, you know, uh, that you could literally put a loop in and they could drive that loop. There's so much downforce. That is so cool. um, And that's called drive to survive on Netflix. Yeah. It'll, it'll get you hooked on. I'm like, I want to go. There's two races coming to the U.S. next year, Miami, and uh, they always do one in Austin, Texas. So I would like to go to one of those. So, Speaking of carbon fiber, Taylor well, Made. Taylor Made. New golf club. Look at him. Technically the second Badass. golf club ever to have a carbon fiber face. Uh, the one was kind of way back. But, yeah. Oh, it's it super cool. Look at him. Badass. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this one up. Um Say I'm gonna be coming out next week with another bonus episode for um, UFC, getting ready for the fight card on the Ooh. 22nd. So, do you want to add anything else? I do kind of have three key points if we want to just add them in real quick. What's that? All right, so I'm jumping backwards. NBA Pistons get Bowl Bowl. I think that's a huge that's move for Pistons. Okay. Oh yeah. We're not doing too hot right now, but we do need a center, and I think Bowl Bowl is that guy who can come in super young. He'll do everything for us, and dude. He gave up a second rounder. Yes, yeah, and we only rounder. gave up a second rounder and a no-name yeah. guy. And Bull Bull is one of those guys. He's, he's seven two, and he's young. Yes, he's so young. Great move. So th- I think that's a great move. Uh, second point is Clay Thompson's return. We're all super hyped to see that. I don't know what you guys feel about it, but I think Clay Com- Thompson's going to come in, make a statement that he's still a top shooting guard. I mean, other than knocking over female refs. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. He's doing all right. <laughs> but, no, I, I don't know if you guys saw his crazy posterized dunk. I did, yeah. That was cool. But um, I, I do think he's going to come in and uh, make a big statement. And my last um, key point is Lakers, dude. What the fa- what the hell? I'm t- it's scary time. They got to turn it up. Yeah, they got to turn it up. I think it's uh, Russ. Russ is one of those big guys that I don't, I don't know about him. I just don't know about him. He's probably one of the reasons that Lakers are what they're doing. So um but yeah those are my three key points so all right